Hello everyone, I'm Kubi Darslin. And I'm Bolu Badeboy. And this is Map So Juice. And today we're here with Words Bookstore owner Jonah Zimmerly. How are you doing today, my I'm friend? Doing great, thanks. Thank you for being here. My pleasure. So I want to go into the first question. Sure. What inspired you to open a bookstore and when did you? Oh, my wife told me to. <laughs> <laughs> no, the uh but this it's true, but there's a little more to that. We lived in Maplewood. Uh, we moved here. I've got two kids. I got a daughter who's 28, and a son who's 22. We moved here right when my wife was, we came from Brooklyn, like everybody or not everybody else, but many other people do. Um, and we lived here, and we're living here. And in um, 2008, in the in the fall, um, there was a sign. My my wife was walking down the street, and there was a sign up. There's a little bookstore on the corner called Goldfinch. I don't know if you remember that one, um, on Baker Street, and it said it's for sale and we're going to close in two months unless somebody buys it. We had no intention of opening up a business or a bookstore business or really anything like that. My wife came home and said, um, I think we should buy the bookstore and I think you should run it. And um, my wife usually writes, so even though I first thought it was a little crazy, I said, well, let me think about it a little bit. The next day I said to her, okay. Um, Part of the reason we did it, we did it really for two two reasons. Um, the first is um, I know that um, it was during a presidential campaign, and um, President now President Obama was running for president, and I was very inspired by his community organizing and giving back to the community, and we felt like. We were lucky, even though the economy had gone down. Um, my wife has a, a good job, and it is something that wasn't affected by the big recession. And we thought this was a good time to get back to the town because things were kind of rough here. So we were motivated to try to help the town out, and that's why we moved from that small space around the corner to the big storefront down here because we really wanted to give the biggest boost that we possibly could um, to the town. And we thought the bookstore and literary activities was incredibly the second reason was, and again, this is also something my wife had thought about, was um, our, our son Dan has autism. He was 12 at the time. And there were very few opportunities for adults. You know, the education system works pretty well until you're 21, and then there's next to nothing um, for, for people with autism. And we wanted to teach them job skills so they could get other jobs or at least have ways for them to feel part of the community. So that's been the second mission that we've had, and we'll hopefully talk about it a little more, but we've had over 100 young people with autism work in our bookstore since we opened it. So those were the two Those were the two reasons. That's great. So did your wife also say, name the store Words, or Oh, yeah, so Words is kind of a funny story, too. Um, the name of it, um, and I'll see what you guys are, you know, you have a good eye for marketing and see what you think. Um, I was going to uh, name it something like, I like these kind of like uh, long, unusual names for stores, and uh, my name, Jonah, is, is a Bible story about a whale, and our sons, we're not particularly religious people, but it just it so happens that I've got a biblical name for the whale, and my son's name is uh, Daniel the Lion, so I thought we should call it something like the whale and the lion, or the lion and the whale, or something like that. Um, so I look it up online, and um, things with that kind of name were kind of in the two categories. One was sort of a very, um, very religious Christian 
organizations, and the second type, I won't tell you what it was, but it was not, it was not a family image. So I said, I don't know about that. And then, um, so I had actually just graduated from business school. I had used to be a, a practicing lawyer, but I quit because of my son's autism. And then I went back to business school to study social enterprise, and I had just graduated. Um, and so I knew a little bit about branding and marketing, but, you know, uh, uh, and a little bit about retail. But just what I'd studied. My wife uh, had worked with an advertising agency, and she talked to them and said, you know, do you mind talking to my husband about what he's doing about opening up this bookstore? And they said, it's a place called Barker uh, in New York. It's a big advertising agency. And I said, sure. And it was really nice to head the agency. So I went down, kind of like you guys go in. And I thought, gee, this guy's going to talk to me for five, ten minutes and give me a little advice, and that'll be really cool. But I was kind of shocked when I walked in, and I'm going to give you the condensed version of the story, but I walk in, and he brings in his team, and they have assembled a list of 22 names for me to look at, and seven color schemes, and all this other stuff, this huge amount of work they put in for free to kind of help us out because of their mission. And one of the names on it, well, first of all, I'll go back to the to the, to the lion and the whale. In addition to what I had said before, what was funny about it was they said, and it used to be phone books back in that day, even though it's only 10 years ago, and they said, um, so people are going to look it up or look it up online, and they're going to go, yeah, that store, is that the uh, the tiger and the dolphin or something like that? You know, like, he said, it's not, no, 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 no. So one of them was words, and the reason why we picked words was, first of all, obviously having to do with books and words and books and literary but also because people like my son, he has very limited language, and people, kids with autism are often told, use your words, use your words, and we thought the name words tied in the two missions, the literary mission with the, um, with the autism mission, so that's how we got that one. So I always wondered, what are the business logistics of having a bookstore? How do you profit off of it? Oh, it's difficult. So fortunately, you know, again, as I say, my wife's got a good job. It's not our, you know, primary source of income, but... Um, uh, the key is really having community buy-in, and, and our ties to the community is what we're mainly interested in anyway, so that kind of fits in well. But um, we've been pretty fortunate that over the last nine years, our sales have increased on a year-to-year -year average over 12% every single year. And this year, last time I checked, we were up 16%. So we've had big sales growth. Um, that still doesn't turn into a lot of profitability because, quite honestly, I want our staff is not it's not a very lucrative job working here, and I've been trying to pour the money back in to raise staff salaries, which is still not nearly as high as as honestly I think they deserve. But um, but my main goal we've been showing a little bit of a profit, but it's just mainly to try to plow it back in for that and to try to get better service here. Our events also have been very helpful. We, um, uh, and again, that's mainly for community service. We don't make a lot of money on our events, um, if any at all, but we run over 100 author events a year in our store, right down here, in our space. So how do you, are you happy that you started here in Maplewood, or have you ever considered, like, maybe it would have been somewhere better to go? Or? Oh, no. No, no, definitely only here in Maplewood, for a number of reasons. First of all, Helping the town of Maplewood and helping the retail environment, which I think is really challenged. Forget about books, but all the retailers buy everyone doing home delivery. 
instead of coming into town or into the village or Springfield Avenue and meeting your neighbor as people are kind of staying in their homes and shopping online, and, and that's sort of fine, but it, it really damages a sense of community. And I feel that particularly strongly as a parent of a kid with disability who doesn't have a lot of friends, and his main opportunity to interact with people is to come in here, and that's what we have lots of kids with autism visiting the store a lot with their parents, and everybody, we, we try to encourage kids coming out of school in the afternoons to come in, even if they're not buying. Um, we wouldn't have done it any place other than Maplewood, and honestly, as a business move, it's a real smart move, because Maplewood and South Orange are the kind of places that do, people do feel that passionate commitment, and that's one of the, I love your guys' work, and one of the things that I love the most is your, your commitment to the community and how important it is to you, and so... You know, it's like, would you, I should have just said, would you do Maps of Juice somewhere else? <laughs> yeah. You know, so, and you wouldn't. Yes, so yes. that's the, you know, that's the deal. So um, that's that. We are going to be opening up a second branch mm -hmm. um, in Livingston at a place called Lifetown, which is this huge um, special needs facility that I've been on the board of that's going to open up. And it's going to be a real small branch. But, you know, other places that are opening, that are warm and welcoming and want to help out people, with special needs in particular, we you know the things we look at. The Jets uh, built I don't know, built a field for them. It's really it's gonna be a cool place in Livingston. That's amazing. And earlier you mentioned having events. Yep. Recently, we actually got the chance to attend when uh, Ibtihash. We had Ibtihash yeah, Muhammad came yeah. and she did her great. book signing really meet and greet. So how do you? That's funny. I didn't yeah. mean to tell the joke. The uh, name of her book is proud. I said we were really proud. <laughs> 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 I, I, uh, how do you go about choosing authors to book? For yeah, because we get a lot of people, we get a lot of um, requests. We have to turn down at least as many as we accept. And in terms of big authors, I kind of go out and uh, and hunt people down, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and make it known, let people know our mission. A lot of people appreciate what we're doing for our town and what we're doing for people with disabilities, and they make um, a special effort. And we've gotten a pretty big name in the industry now, so that helps us attract authors. We have Carrie Harmon's, our events uh, manager, who, who took over. I was kind of doing it every day. I uh, took it over a couple of years ago, and she's doing a great job helping out. And, you know, finding people, too. So, uh, is there anyone out of all those people that might have been your favorite or something special about wow. the experience? So, I'm looking around the room because we have posters up of... Um, a lot of the big authors we've had here, and all the books on the top shelf are signed by authors who've been in our store. We've had over 500, and there's yeah. so many, it's hard to single out. Um, if I just talk about a couple that were kind of oh, unusual, sure. uh, to me, um, we've got a guy, uh, talk about a terrific um, uh, local author named mm -hmm. Alan Paul, who's been here a couple of times. And the second time, He's from Maplewood, and he's written big books with big publishers. And the second time he came, he wrote a book about the Allman Brothers Band, and he brought Butch Trucks, who unfortunately recently passed away, but he was the drummer for the Allman Brothers Band. And he came in and spoke, and um, and for me, you know, I try to learn something every day in my life, and particularly here. And, and I have to say, honestly, you know, I liked the Allman Brothers when I was in high school, and I kind of had preconceptions about them and their backgrounds and what they were about. And this guy was one of the more most intellectual guys I ever come across, which is 
shocked me. I had no idea that the Ohm Brothers music was inspired by French philosophers. And he was going on and on about the different philosophers and how Ida Peak, which I thought was just some Georgia thing, because they're from Georgia, was really from a famous poem, uh, you know, from hundreds of years ago yeah. and stuff like that. And it was really cool. So that one, I remember, really blew me away. Yeah. I'm a huge basketball fan, so Bernard King came. He was always my favorite uh, player. I've been a Knicks fan all my life, and, and that was pretty great. Uh, Jeff Kinney, uh, the Diary of a Wimpy Kid, we had 800 kids here, and that was fun. <laughs> yeah, those books are so, Yeah, yeah, so <laughs> was, yeah. yeah, off the top of my head. But, I mean, you know, and Zadie Smith, Harlan Coben's been wonderful to our store. He's the number one author. He has chosen us. Sometimes, he, I think his last tour, we were the only U.S. bookstore he went to. Right. Um, and so, I mean, there are just so many, but... Now, before we end, is there anything that you want to say to the audience um, who, and all of the supporters who have supported you up to this point? Thank you so much. We couldn't be here without you. I really hope that you'll continue to come and support you know, us at Words Bookstore. Come buy your books here. Come bring your families here. Um, keep giving us your ideas. And please support Maps with Juice as well. I think what these guys are doing is fantastic. Thank you. So thank you so much. Thank you, Jonah, for being here today. Uh, it's our it's pleasure. Thank pleasure. you, guys. Yeah. I'm really honored. Of course. Uh, I'm Kubi Darson. And I'm Bolu Bale. And you guys have the juice.